Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and sitting at opposite me, 44, flo- 44 floors up, is the one and only Dural Josie. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, 40, whatever the word you were trying to do, I just love the smooth. I'm glad we're still on brand. We're on brand. Yes. We're not mucking around. We're still stuffing up the intro. Hello, Benjamin. What a weird way to record a podcast. Um, you are, uh, I'm in my apartment on the 41st floor, I should say. I'm not, you know, uh, that, that crap. Cash is starting to run out now that I have no foreseeable income. So I've gone from 44 to 41. Uh, pretty soon I'll be in the basement. But uh, you are in your car. Yes. You're in your car parked outside your home. Yeah. So now I've finally got the good parking spot because I need I need two things. I need one, yeah. I need a place where I'm not near our children because for, for, for fans of the podcast who know I live in... Our children, your, yours and my children. <laughs> yours your children as well. I know, I miss them. Um, Deshalen and uh, and uh, I was trying to I was trying to think. You know what I was just trying to do then? I was generally you're trying to say my brother's name. Yeah, I was going to say Deshalen, but then I was also trying to think of your stereo- stereotypical name from Sri Lanka. Like I would, yeah. Know. Just go go to the cricketers. The cricketers are always a good way to remember. Are they all, but are, Arvinda, Arjuna? Uh, but are they like the Johns and Stevens? Uh, no, the Johns and Stevens would be things like uh, Ajit and Samira, and uh, those are the more common names that we have. Uh, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so the, Jason Jaisinger is like a Jason is like a Marvel Marvel. Yeah. So the reason why I'm in the car is for two reasons. One. I live in a small two-bedroom terrace with a five-year-old and a three-year-old who will not give me a second to myself. Mm. And two, I need to be in my car still out the front because I still need the Wi-Fi to be able to then talk to you on screen time. And thirdly, the reason why I'm also in my car is I've developed my own sauna. So now I can sweat. Uh, and lovely, lovely. I love how you, I, I love your use of English there just then. The, the, the reason I'm in is two reasons. And then you said three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was uh, I was changing I was changing I was yeah. riffing I was riffing it's, it's I love like, it I love it Benny riff, and here's riff, here's riff. the thing uh, welcome uh, listeners to the new uh, uh, new format of Fitbit where we are yes. going to be recording externally for the foreseeable future we don't know how we're going to do guest episodes yet we'll figure that out uh, yep. but at the moment uh, bear with us as we figure even this version of Fitbit yep. and a little peek behind the scenes is that you uh, Ben and I we are recording right now on 3rd of April Friday uh, but we actually recorded episode 101 this is what you're hearing is episode 101 yeah, yeah. but we actually made a version of it uh, on Tuesday or Monday I can't remember but um, we had to can that particular episode because there was some technical issues yeah. uh, in terms of volume and all that and we're trying our best to give you some kind of audio quality uh, yeah. <laughs> maintain some kind of audio quality so uh, if it's not up to scratch please bear with us uh, we're trying but also on the other hand maybe it's a nice thing that we are re-recording it because let's be honest like our, our mood in particular that day uh, is was not as good as today's yeah, you know what I mean totally. today, today I feel like we're both a little bit got a bit more perk up in our, in our step um, and on the mood before we f- proceed with any uh, further stuff that we need to talk about uh, in terms of catching up on what we've been doing and how we've been handling the uh, the COVID uh, lockdowns I uh, just want to say off the back of our last episode uh, episode 99 where you and I caught up 
I uh, just want to say thank you to a lot of people who uh, reached out and sent some really lovely messages um, who, uh, you know, I was quite clearly, uh, you know, in, in, in feeling down about all of it. And I've always been honest with uh, people as much as I can on the podcast about where I'm at and how I'm feeling. And, and I think, uh, you know, I, I really appreciated a lot of people taking the time to send me a message saying that they, you know, there were people who are living away from their families as well, who really kind of related to the difficulty that extra level of difficulty there is about living away from your um close family like everyone's having versions of it don't get me wrong yeah but i have, it, it, I, you have know, but, I have a version of it at about five to five every day <laughs> what do you so, mean so when the kids are melting down and we can't leave our house and every wall yeah. feels like it's closing in yeah i was five, told i do wish i was away but then i feel very lucky because then it comes right, back around right. We got to sleep. So thank you, thank you to the listeners for the, the for doing that. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, but look, you know, and uh, yeah, let's get into it from there. How? Uh, so that was a bad day for me, and uh, <laughs> uh, to say the least. Uh, but and since then, uh, I would say I've been mostly good. Um, I have uh, the occasional bad day, maybe every third day or something or so is a bit of a tough one. So my only rules at the moment is if I, and when I refer to a bad day, I mean days that I just don't feel like doing anything or I feel like eating uh, my feelings, like so ice cream and fried chicken and stuff like that. Um, And uh, so I allow myself to have those moments. So I allow myself to just go, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to um, go get some gelato or whatever it is, right? Um, but what I try to do is I try not to do have two bad days in a row. That's the only yeah. rule I've given myself in terms of health and fitness uh, right now. So uh, but also what about you? you? How, how, are you how are you, you doing? You can't have it two days in a row because you're not allowed to leave the house in two days in a row to get shopping. I assume you're shopping once a week? No, I can get uh, delivery. Ah, delivery. Yeah. From the actual place itself? Are you doing that? Are you saying goodbye to Uber? No. No, that's the thing. That's a good tip. Everyone's been going around on social media. So, so Uber doesn't get the money and the small businesses thrive, you can call each business direct and they can have it delivered to you. So then Uber doesn't get the 30% and the restaurant gets all the cash. Okay, that's a good one. Really I, I good. didn't know that. that's a good tip. Uh, I guess we might as well kick off with this. I was saving it for later, but uh, so on Saturday I I went for so I've been doing my runs every still sort of trying to maintain the Tuesday Thursday Saturday run schedule. Yeah, and uh, I ran. Uh, I went to do my five. So Saturdays I've been trying to increase my five k speed, like how fast I'm going. Managed to get to like twenty six something the other day, which is really I was chuffed about. So I'm nearly close to breaking my twenty five meter barrier, Gee, which I've only done. Good. I've only done it once before. Uh, and so I went for the tri- I went for the five k uh, time trial, and man, so I do a two k warm up and then five k run and then walk back or whatever. Two uh, k warm up. Started the 1K, just gave up. After, honestly, I finished one <laughs> kilometer. I just, everything just hit me. I was just seeing, I don't know, man, just seeing families with, you know, faces covered and, and just, it, it was just too overwhelming. So I just broke and I, and I just stopped running. I started walking back home. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck you, virus. I'm going to still do 5Ks, yeah. but I'm not going to run fast. So I started running slowly. And in the end, because well, I got to the 5K at that one point, I was, I was like, you know, fuck you, COVID. I'm running 10K. So I ended up <laughs> running 10 kilometers. And then after that, I was like, okay, that was good. 
but now I'm gonna go get some KFC, right? So I, I went and got some takeaway KFC and I've got a big bag with a Twister, Zinger, three-piece uh, of uh, Wicked yeah. Wings, long, ch- a bit of a long chips, so large chips and, uh, and uh, 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 original fried chicken, right? So I got my favorites, one of everything that I love. And I'm in the Uber, uh, uh, sorry, I'm in the in the lift uh, with the thing, with my bag, and we have a new lift, uh, a new rule about the lift that it only has to have five people maximum, which I think yeah. is still too much. It should be four. But anyway, so as I go in the street. It depends how big your lift is. It's not that big. I feel like four would make sense, but anyway, whatever. Uh, they uh, There was three <laughs> no, of them all. It makes, it makes sense if there's four people but then there's one person in the middle just hoping that no I one coughs think, in the direction <laughs> well that's what that's what how i think they're imagining it but it feels like four i feel like five is too much i don't know look on uh, everyone's trying yeah. to figure it out let's just assume that they've done their due diligence and this is the best option because the other problem you're going to have is if you make it too little then there's lines waiting for people to get into the lift yeah so oh, you gotta yeah, you gotta you gotta balance those totally. two worlds right anyway there were three guys in there and i count one two three plus me four that's fine and i go in with my kfc bag and uh and i realize the button to go to my level is already been pushed so i don't push it so i just yeah. wait uh and then uh two the first two get out and i'm left with this other guy and he looks at me and he goes uh man like you 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 shouldn't you shouldn't be here they should come out and come and grab it from you I'm like what he goes you know, you, you're not allowed to take deliveries into the apartments. I'm like, oh, he thinks I'm an Uber Eats delivery guy. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> I swear to God. He thought I was the delivery dude. And here's the funny thing. This is why I'm so grateful for meditation. Because my amygdala, which is the fight or flight response, just fired off with rage and anger. Of going, how fucking dare you assume? And my ego kicked off as well. I'm like, you think a fucking Uber Eats driver? How many Uber Eats drivers do you know is walking around with Prada sunglasses, asshole? (laughs) (laughs) I was so miffed. So many reasons. I'm like annoyed at him. I'm like, then I went straight away. I thought, shut up amygdala let's go to the prefrontal cortex which is the flat you know the, the more ceo side of the brain and uh, the brain was just like look he thinks he's doing the right thing if he's made the wrong assumption but based on his incorrect ignorant assumption this is the safety precaution that he's taking yeah. because he's scared and because he's trying to keep the place safe don't get mad it's coming from a good place at the end of the day and i just started laughing so that all happened like rapid fire from anger ego and rage and then went into you know kindness acceptance forgiveness very quickly i just love it that and nor will that ever happen to me but the idea that someone would do that to me would just bring me so much joy because then in my power i would want to make it as uncomfortable as I possibly could in that situation. Like, I yeah. just, I would just, because I love it when it gets awkward and I love it when it gets uncomfortable. It's one of my favorite things in the world. And it's so funny because when that happened, I was like, how dare they? And then my second reaction was like, oh, how good would that be? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. The awkwardness of being able to I, change I, I, it through. In hindsight, I was like, what, what other funny ways could I have played it? Could I have said to it, like, hey, don't get mad at me, just, you know. Come and tell the guy, you know, tell the apartment guy, and then and then watch me as I walk into my own apartment. And go, oh hello, can I help you? <laughs> like, but then, uh, but then, uh, so I started laughing because that was my uh, yeah. because I I've realized I've decided that 
I'm just going to be extra kinder these days because there's just yeah. too much sadness at the moment. So I just started laughing. I'm like, man, I actually live here. And, and, and then and he was like, and it's it's just it's just really important. Just on the extra kindness, which I think I feel like because it's been a crazy couple of weeks. I think more people are starting to do it. Which yeah. is really nice. Like, yeah, I, 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 like, I've seen people do it. Like, I, for instance, like, I've been getting a little bit stuck in in the hysteria of things. And and look, it's okay. We can all admit stuff on this podcast. It's about being open and honest. But I did some panic buying. I did some panic buying. I, uh, I got, I got, I, I got a bit swept up. But while I was doing panic buying, it made me realize how vulnerable old people were. So sometimes, especially since before the lockdown, what I was doing is I'd head to Aldi at the peak. And then muscle up uh, next to other people, and then and I didn't mean to do this, but I was like, I just wanted to get some toilet paper because they were running out, and I kept missing the thing, and I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm getting lost up in this hysteria. What kind of dickhead am I? And there was this lovely old lady next to me, and I was like, mm. you know what? I don't need this. Why yeah. don't I just help her shop? And that's uh-huh. what I did. I just helped her. I said, what do you need? Do you need toilet paper? Just tell me what you need. I'll help you shop. So less time you're in here, the better. And she was so grateful and so lovely. Mm-hmm. And so we did it. And we did the shopping. Yeah. But this is did my you favorite. smash? The, uh, yeah, we, we definitely. We got up. We met out. I've left my wife and we're living in a nursing home, which at the moment is not the best thing. <laughs> but, 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 so, but that was really cute. And at the end, she, um, she was so lovely because she wanted to buy me a chocolate at the end, like, which was just really mm. lovely. And I was like, mm. oh, no, it's okay. And I didn't have the heart to tell her. I was like, she didn't have to do it. And I was like, I just hope more people would help her. But then even the fact of her suggesting chocolate is I just went back in and just bought a bag of M&Ms. Or when I say M&Ms, Aldi's version of M&Ms. And then, <laughs> and then just guzzled that Which down. is like called Clink Clonker or something. Oh, it's cool. It's weird. It's, oh, man, every... Everything is just so you know. It's not cocoa pops. It's cocoa puffs, or you know, it's always yeah. it's always nowhere near as good. But that's I think that's the thing that I've noticed as well. It's like even though we're at the mitts now, like it's it's today we're recording on the day we're releasing. There's no one in our streets. There's no one walking around. Like which is mm. a good thing. We need to do this. But it's amazing that at the moment now, being fit and trying to stay fit and healthy. And because I've stacked, like I've stacked it on. I've, since last time I spoke, like I'm now, I jumped on the scales. I'm nearly 107 kilos. And that's the heaviest I've been in a very. What's very the ex- when? When did you? When did you do yours? Yeah, yesterday. I've done the scales yesterday. Right, right. I, I hope uh, this is probably good. Let's do that as well. Let's start doing, uh, putting the scales. Like we'll weigh ourselves and yep. give up updates. Um, I did mine on Monday. I do my weighing on Mondays. Uh, Monday morning, I came in at 91. So I'm actually. Oh, you're gutting less. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that, I guess. But yeah, keep going. So you've you, you've you've gone to well, one that's or seven. The thing. I think everyone's everyone's been dealing it with it differently. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think that's and I think that's you know because we we both have different you know we're different stages of our life, but also uh, like for the me like I was working on a show and then I had to quit the show because. I just didn't think they were doing the social distancing they were doing on this show. But, you know, for, you know, for all openness, you know, we've reached this point where our industry at the moment has completely stopped. Uh, I knew this was my last job that I was going to do for a while because there aren't any live audiences. And so it was really hard to make that decision to stop. But I'm coming up to nearly two weeks of not working. And in those two weeks, I've jumped from one job to the next because I'm lucky enough that my partner still has a job, which a lot mm-hmm. of people aren't in that position. But I have gone from pretty much being full-time comic to full-time parent. And that has been mm. uh, a blessing, 
but a blessing that I haven't really realized in, maybe in the last couple of weeks because it is my life as I know it and for everyone else's is completely changed but what the thing is we you go through the stages of what everyone's going through is what does this mean how does it make me feel uh what am i as a person in this current situation but for the moment i just realized it's only in the last couple of days i've had actually any time to think about that because it's the schools have shut down or the school holidays and there i am waking up at the crack of dawn with a five-year-old and a three-year-old that bring me so much joy in my life but also to get through the day I have never had more of a structure in my day than I have since I was at primary school. Like every right. hour, every second is counted for. So much so that in our structure, the kids come up and then they add to their timetable. So we've got a timetable pretty much from the crack of dawn till when they go down till 7.30 and then from 7.30 till 10.30 uh, is my time. But usually they've been going to bed because it's daylight savings. So it's really crazy. It's so weird. I went from, oh yeah, working to I've never been busier in my life like, right like it's 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 crazy like every hour every minute is taken for like i might get a break if i put on the tv for half an hour that's the most they get to watch that's what we did before covid or everything came around but at the moment now it's just like it's amazing how little time i have which i'm actually really lucky for because it distracts me because yeah. like everyone you go through days where oh you're absolutely shit scared you burst into tears, you cry, and then you have another mm. moment where it's like euphoria. I'm talking to my friend Dill. We're still somehow being able to do our podcast. It's amazing. You're yeah. doing your jogs. You're doing fit. I'm trying to stay fit. I don't know. It's like it's amazing that the highs and lows at the moment yeah. is that's the normality. So that's that's right. what a lot of people are going through. Like some people right. live their life like that all the time, but at the moment now, the highs and lows is what our life is now at the moment. And I think it's, you touched on a whole bunch of really key points that need to be addressed. Number one, uh, we'll go in reverse order. You're 100% right. The highs and lows are so rapid at the moment. It's it insane. fluctuates. For me, it's like an arm wrestle when you're with someone with a sort of an opponent that way it keeps, you know, you don't really show sure who's winning because it's almost like at a stalemate. Like you feel like you're about to have a massive win, but then something kicks in and pushes your arm back the other way. And then yeah. you're like trying to fight back. So for me... I have realized my, uh, it's this, I've, I've used the analogy of um, Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones, like you've, you've got this castle that you're protecting from your demons. So for me, my demons are uh, overeating, laziness and boozing, right? And, and I had all these strategies in place of how to fight these fucking demons for the last year or so, or two years at least. And suddenly... All the strategies have been taken away from me. My ability to, to uh, you know, go for runs comfortably. My uh, going to my cafe and sitting down and, you know, doing a Sudoku. Going for dinners and, and meeting up with mates and even dating and all those aspects of it. The very option of going back to Sri Lanka has always been a comfort for me. Like, if everything goes to shit, I can just go back to Sri Lanka and live off my savings with mom and dad, right? Yeah. That's always been, like, my, you know, uh, plan. But I, that actually feels like it's been taken away too, right? So... Yes, 100%, this fluctuating is so challenging. And I think it's, imp at least for me, every, everything I say, by the way, in this podcast, I'm just going to say, I might say it preachily, but I don't mean it preachily. I mean it, this is what I've been doing, 
right? So it could be right or could be wrong. But what I've been doing is I've been completely allowing myself to feel those things. So if I do feel like wanting to have ice cream, I'm like, fuck it. My lesson from the cheat day uh, system was by allowing myself to have it without any guilt, it meant that I enjoyed it and it meant that I bounced back the next day without feeling this lack yeah. in my life. So the same way, if I feel like having a cry, I'm going to let myself cry. Like, And here's my tip for crying. Do it in the rain. I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 it rained pretty heavily on Sunday and I was so angry that it was raining for some reason. I'm like, fuck you, rain. How dare you rain on us on a, during this time? So I went out for a run. I put on my crappier running shoes and I just went, I'm just going to run in the rain, laughing almost a little bit at myself going, this is clearly not the, the, yeah. the, 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 the someone who's mentally uh, strong right now, you know, but it felt like I was regaining some control back because in my head, I'm like, it's raining. There's not going to be anyone out there. I'm going to be, this is the safest I'm probably going to be from the virus. So I'm going to go for a run now. So I went for a run and I was like smashing the kilometers and then halfway mark, just boom, this, this issue hit me, this thing that, uh, I'll just say that, that there's a, there's a family member of mine, uh, who, uh, who's struggling quite badly with, uh, with the virus and, and that hit me and I just started you know, bawling my eyes out. And and as a friend told me, she's like, yeah, you're right. Like you're crying in the rain means that they can't see your tears. And then I realized it's good as well because I was in active wear that it looks like I'm just panting from the from the run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, even though it's actually like tears and crying, it looks like I'm like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so that's my tip for anyone who's embarrassed about crying. Uh, just go and cry in the rain and wear active wear yeah. as you're doing it. But yeah, so it hit me and I just allowed myself to completely feel all the emotions, right? And I saw this really interesting article uh, about how it's like, you know, there's five stages of grief. Uh, so that's what the world is going through and people are going through. So the five stages of grief, I believe, are uh, denial, denial, bargaining, anger, sadness, acceptance, right? I was, maybe I got the order wrong. But those five stages, I feel like I am in those various stages for different things. So career-wise... I think I've hit uh, some version of denial, I think, because I'm, I'm just putting it out of sight, out of mind, because it's so overwhelming for me to think of not having any future income at the moment. At this point, I've got zero money coming in, right? Maybe yeah. a settle, I think settlement from Brisbane and Adelaide, but that's about it, uh, from the Adelaide show, sorry. And uh, the rest of it, I don't know. So what I did was I went, okay you can comfortably not worry about this for a little while. So for me, I've deferred that thinking to July. I'm like, July is when I'm finally going to think of my financial plan for not having comedy in my life anymore, right? Because right now, the bigger issues that I'm dealing with is fighting the demons of boozing, laziness, and food, right? Or binge eating. So... So that's the first thing that I just went, okay, I, 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 can, I can put that aside and, and not worry about it because that's the denial aspect of it. But then with this certain other thing about death and stuff, I've actually hit versions of acceptance. I've had to go, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do for my family friend who is sick. I just have to just maybe just accept that this might, that, you know, I might not see them again. Like it's yeah. so brutal. Like, so there's different elements uh, even with my parents, you know, I've had to really think about the idea that maybe I might not see some of them up and about again, you know, like, so I've had to process that. I had to even, oh man, I had to even think about what life would be like if something bad happens to my niece. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like she's... F and that's the thing, like, I think a lot of people have been really struggling with. Like, currently it's like, you, you'll have those moments where you'll be like, ah, oh, 
what does this mean for my family? And then yeah. also that has different stages to who you're thinking about. So everything from like my parents now have been in lockdown for two weeks. Yeah. But to get them to that level has been quite challenging. And now they've right. gone over the top where now my parents will have a little bucket and a little tray where they walk in there and they clean their shoes and they leave their shoes out. Then they bleep and clean everything. So they're doing... Like, I think overcautious is better than less cautious these days. Exactly. But the hard thing is, is like, well, then they'll be able to come see the kids. We do Skype calls. But, you know, when you're, you know, like, you know, a very emotional guy like me and, you know, I'm quite touchy-feely, as you probably you know, deal. Like That's I, a strange sentence, but I know what is, you mean. It's just, it's just, I'm very... No, I'm the same. Very effective. Yeah, hugs. We're, we're both big on hugs. Yeah. So we just like, so with my mum and dad, it's been really hard because, for instance, like, I do the shopping for my parents. I do the shopping once a week for my family. And I do the shopping once a week for uh, Maya's in-laws. So I do shopping for three families, which I'm now getting down to about, takes me about three and a half hours um, right. to be able to do everything. Because it's that thing where it's like, that both sets can't leave the house. So that's that's the one thing, they can't leave the house. They can do a little bit of walking exercise, but holding a shopping trolley, like anywhere where there's like germs, you just can't do it. And then right. also, it's been really hard on the kids because as people know on this podcast, what I love doing most is taking my kids shopping. I do it every Sunday morning. I do it all the time. It's just right. the change in life and dealing with each family member has its own, um, you have your own strategy to be able to deal with it. So right, some days right. it's good. Like, you know, I know that I can get and see my parents and they stand on the on the opposite side of the street and they can see Oh, Minky. really? Yeah. Oh, so that's they, so sweet. So they yeah. can see Minky, right? Because Minky, that's the amazing, other amazing thing is like, because we've got so much time, like within like two days, we put pedals on Minky's bike and I thought it would take three months and now Mink is riding a bike up and down the front of the house. And it's amazing. Bloody hell. It's like big, she's going to be Nicole Kidman from BMX Bandits. Yeah, yeah. She's going to do ollies. But then it's weird because you have those moments where you're like, okay, mum and dad are in a good spot, but then they're trapped at home. My dad's really independ- uh-huh. independent. And so, you know, it's like understanding what, what how to keep them busy. Maybe dad needs, needs a project at home. But then you try you tried to keep your anxieties and not transfer them onto other people and that's really hard right. when you have lots of different family members because one you how are you going come, you don't want to come across as mansplaining because you feel like you know more than you and you actually your relationship with your parents change because you're kind of treating them like a child a little bit and you're trying not to mm. but then like mm. yesterday i had it with tayo where tayo's scootering i know he's too tired to go scootering but he really wants to do it so it's like hey buddy as long as you can do it you can do it safely and then before i know it he trips he face plants completely destroys his knee cuts everywhere in tears and in my head you just go he's just a kid this is going to happen but it's different if he was injured or if he face planted or his tooth pushed back in the last thing you want to do is go to a hospital because that's where you don't want to go so you're just thinking you're thinking sometimes five six steps on something that hasn't happened yet so it's that thing Mm. where it's like well, when you're in the house and you've got control of your environment and your day is structured, then whatever day that is that isn't a level of danger, you can then be present and present in that moment. And I think being mm. present currently is one of the hardest things to do because if you watch too much news, you're like, God, look at what's happening in UK. Look what's happening in Spain. Is that going to happen to us? Maybe. Like you just start. And then again, it's that thing where it's like, you don't want to project that onto your children. You just want them to have the most normal life at the moment but currently life as we know it is not normal 
And, yeah. And that's the thing where you, you don't want to overcompensate. My, my daughter knows. She knows what COVID-19 is. There's no way in hell you can hide it. She's like, oh, we can't go to the playground because of corona. I was like, yep, yeah, that's right, Minky. But what I did, mm. and this is a great tip to parents out there, is if you've got two kids, break it up with one-on-one time. And this is what we did. It's like, yeah, you can't go to the playground. But what you can do is you can take the flag like I did out of the back of one of the kids' bicycles, put two two sets of golf clubs uh, into the back of the stroller, go to the park and create your own mini golf course. So I just dug a hole with Teo, put the bicycle flag next to the hole, and we played a game of golf. Even though the playground was just over there, he goes, Daddy, this is so much fun. Um, uh, let's play golf tomorrow. So it's that thing where it's like you kind of start to be more creative and I think for us in particular because we're in that creative field I've noticed I don't have any time to write I also don't have any urge to be funny or want to create I know yeah yeah I was was gonna say it's like like, it's almost like that need to be a clown which is essentially what we do I just can't be like I'm like nah I'm not I I mean like you know, obviously, we're trying to maintain some level of humor in this particular chat, but yeah. it's 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 extra challenging right now because it, it's it's you know I'm looking over my my beautiful view right now and it's so dead out there, yeah. and 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 it's it's a constant reminder, right? Like yeah. that, that the world the world has shit itself. If you think about us, we've spent ten years of our life developing a craft which is making people laugh in front of audiences. In the last two years, mm. we've been able to transfer that over to a podcast. But what is really hard is for what people I think don't understand, especially mates of ours, is you develop this ability to be able to make any audience love, be it a footy club gig, a television show. If there's an audience, you and me, we know what to do. But when that's mm. been taken away from us, I really mm. had a week of just going, well, you know, how much of that is my identity? And I've had mm. a real, real big moment and a struggle with going, you know, I, I can't wait to do it again. I don't know when is. So in the time being, and this is what my partner said, is like, well, you know, that is a big part of you, but also a big part of you is who you are, what you're like with your friends, what you're like as a parent, and that's a bigger part. That's all I know of you. So as I explained to her, it's just that understanding where it's for so many people, it's even more than us because we, we have so much of ourselves on stage. There are so many people who have lost their jobs where their job meant everything to them. Their job was yeah. their identity, and then before you know it, they've been sitting in, in, in Centrelink in that queue just going, what's next? And that's okay. You can feel like that. You can feel lost. It's just being able to have the support network and the understanding of going, hey, you know, what is next? What am I going to do that? Can I find out? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, bring that voice back up again. Yeah. Um, I agree. And I think Claire Hooper, I was chatting to her and she put it perfectly. She's saying particularly what we do, um, stand-ups that do tell stories and stuff, is that what we've done is is we've learned a language, a specific language of being able to take stuff from our lives and repeat it in a funny and interesting way to groups of people. And the group aspect of it is one of the biggest key factors in there, right? Like, and without that group, what we do, like what you and I and Claire and stuff like that do, doesn't work on YouTube and stuff like that. So many of my friends are like, you should stream a gig. I'm like, no, like my skill, like I've had to transcribe uh, my standup sometimes for like, you know, tele-recordings. And it looks ridiculous on paper. My stuff yeah, somehow yeah. just it, it requires that live feeling and a sense of danger within the crowd and, you know, playing off the crowd's energy, knowing when I know that they're going to feel uncomfortable here and then I'll set the punchline up to recover, reco- uh, you know, recover them. 
and and all that's gone if I'm just talking to a camera without the audience feedback coming through. And how do you do crowd work without doing uh, without a crowd? Like you're the king of crowd work, you know. Well, but that's the thing. Like I've been asked. Like a mate of mine felt sorry because I'd lost all my work, and he's like, "Could yeah. you do a stand-up set for our Zoom work meeting?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I just like the idea of having 16 squares stare at me while I go to one of those squares. What do you do for a living? And their response is, "You know what we do. You're at our work meeting." <laughs> what is uh what is uh what are they paying because i'll do it <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, so but uh, i've funnily enough i've actually said no to some gigs as well which has been a really interesting one because i'm you know as you know i'm a massive gig pig i gig yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. even if i'm not gigging i'm at a gig six nights of the week usually right like yeah. and uh, uh uh unless i have a tinder day but then, I, but then for the first time, I got this offer for a gig where you have to go to like a warehouse and it streams somewhere else. And I'm like, no, it doesn't sound safe. Like, I know you're doing all the due diligence, but I'm like, I'm not going to risk catching COVID for that. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be, no, I roll the dice a little bit every time I go for a run, but there's so much mental health relief that I get from that run, so much physical relief that I, uh, you know, exercise that I get from it, that I value the run more than you know and, and sort of i'll take the precautions but to go to a warehouse and do a stand-up gig i don't i don't miss it that it much like, like it sounds like the start of a kidnap movie <laughs> <laughs> if you're hearing this uh my name is Dilruk jai singer yeah. uh what do what do i do uh, i used to be a stand-up comedian uh yeah. okay that's a fuck job mate uh, nice t-shirt um <laughs> uh, no i um I uh, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, sense of identity. Yeah, you're right. Like so, and I and I think people. Uh, I, I when I did Will Anderson's philosophy uh, pod last year, at the start of last year, I actually talked about this very thing, which is that my sense of identity and my self worth was too closely linked with my job as a comedian, yeah. and that's and that because of that, whenever I had a bad gig, it would feel like I was failing at life rather than just having a bad gig. So I did a lot of work through therapy to try and distance myself from the job and treating it like a job. And I think I might have mentioned on Fitbit that, um, you know, my career peak was November 2017 in my head when mom and dad saw me headline for the first time and everything after that has been my bonus. Like this is all extra time. So I've really like subconsciously worked hard, not subconsciously, consciously worked hard to distance my a sense of identity and self-worth from me being a stand-up, which I think has really been handy right now because it's been taken away. We haven't gigged in what two, three weeks now, yeah. and I'm still I'm still okay with that aspect because I'm still, you know, channeling that energy into something else. Now, before I keep going, I wanted to ask you very, very importantly: is like, tell me what you're doing between seven thirty to ten thirty when so, you have your own time. So, um, so what we do is, uh, and look, this is the thing. Every problem you have to turn into an opportunity. And that's something I've probably been banging on for the last couple of weeks. And for my partner in particular, what's happened now with COVID has kind of made one of her dreams come true. We have mm. last spent the last two weeks every Anal. night together and she couldn't be happier. Like, right. like, it's just crazy. And now sometimes it's also getting used to actually spending night times with us. Because I have become very annoying. And that's because I'm not used to, <laughs> not used to her yeah. space. But pretty much yeah. to keep the kids entertained where they're engaged is like, 
we set up a timetable and it's structured, and it's about it's 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 situated around meal time because you have fun making stuff. Like we've never, I've never baked so much in the last week. I've never cooked so much in the last couple of weeks. Like, <laughs> yeah. You've been cooking. I've been cooking. Yeah, yeah. Like it's something that we've you know really made a real conscious effort doing. Side note: people people should check out. I have started uh, putting my cooking videos on Instagram and TikTok yeah. as well. I've got a at Dilroom J on TikTok, but um, but that had to take a stop because all of a sudden people started delivering me food for free. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some really nice people out there who started bringing me food. Uh, so uh, I've had a week off cooking. So I'll be back next week, though. But right now, I am stacked. I've got like I've got a company that was uh, called OnTrack uh, Expeditions that basically yeah. have packaged foods for when you go on adventures. I got a company called the Borrowed Apron. This like guy who cooks fresh said, meals. I love that you said going on adventures. <laughs> Yeah. You mean camping? It's like a, yeah, okay. No, like hiking and adventures and stuff. Like actual adventures. What are you laughing about? You would never say, hey, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going on an adventure. Like, I'd say that to my five year old and three year old. I would never say that. No, but it, it, like Kokoda. What would you call Kokoda? Like a hike? A trail? <laughs> I mean, at the time, it would feel like an adventure. It's an adventure. What? What? Do you, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm really opposed to your chuckling right now. Because it uh, is no, an I adventure. It. I love it. It's quite yeah. sweet and endearing, if you think. It is an adventure. I'm going to find the definition of adventure because now I have the uh, what you, what I have working against you is I have a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Although the laptop is what I'm re- re- recording stuff on, so I wonder whether the, my hey, typing is going to get picked don't, up. Don't so let, let me finish. I'll uh, wait. Wait. Here you go. All right. Adventure definition is an unusual and exciting or daring experience. Uh, go fuck yourself, Ben. It's an adventure, right? Uh, so yeah. So borrowed borrowed apron is the other one I want to quickly mention because it's a dude who basically is a uh, you know a dad. He's about to have a kid, and you know, uh, and his business is really cool. He just makes fresh, healthy food Yum. and delivers it to your house for the week. So you you basically um, you know get to eat healthily and fresh, uh, and it's really delicious. So check him out. But here we go. Cooking. So what is seven thirty to ten thirty? Tell me. Tell so me. So the kids wake up at seven. Okay. So they usually wake in up in the morning. Seven. Yep, seven in the morning. Um, but at the moment- no, that's why. That's why I want to put the kids aside for a moment because I can tell that that varies a lot. I want to know that what once you get to yourself, some time to you and Maya for yourself. No, no, but how are you two? That we have to okay. plan that structure in. So we get half an hour each a day where we can do our own thing. So that means go for a walk, go for ourselves. But you have to match it around what it is. So what we do is we have breakfast porridge, then. Our first one is, and it's taken a while to go work was, but we've come in love with PE with Joe. So what we do is Uh there's a PE YouTube channel, PE with Joe. What we do is we get our activewear gear on after breakfast and we put him. It's a half an hour workout. It's amazing. He's really good. He's become super popular. But as a family, we do it. We do PE with Joe. Then we do all our exercises. And then we look at the calendar. Lately, it's either been PE with Joe, then games. Or games and PE Joe. And for parents out there, if you can still order online, uh, Rat-A-Tat-Cat, amazing for young kids. It's a great game. Strategy. It's interesting. So we do that. So it's usually games and exercise, morning tea. Mm -hmm. Then after that, it's like, oh, house love. And I love this. We put this on our one. House love is pretty much chores, but you invest into your house and give it love. (laughs) So that seems to be working really, really well. So it's like, you know, today's house love is clearing the gutters, for instance. That's something we Mm -hmm. need to do because it rained last night and it was pretty pretty crazy so that's one okay the other one and then the other one is uh, house love i like the phrase yeah, house it love. Sounds, yeah, yeah we do it yeah. then it's um then it's also usually craft and uh and usually mr maker so for people who don't know mr maker 
amazing. Uh, whatever he does is we then do the craft afterwards, and then it's okay. usually lunch. After lunch, uh, you know, we all have lunch together, which is also we're having all our meals together, which has been so much fun. Like, like that's the other thing that's like we maybe have breakfast in the morning and then I don't, that's the only meal I usually have with them and then I have lunch on the weekend. At the moment now, for the last two weeks, it's been breakfast, lunch and dinner and I get to do, sometimes Maya will go for a walk at lunch or, or, uh, or afterwards but then sometimes after lunch we go straight into baking. So we'll be making peanut butter oh, wow. Anzac biscuits yeah. or fresh uh, banana and zucchini bread. All that kind of stuff, and that takes time. You're part of the process. Then it'd be like, and it'd be so lovely that you're creating these um, um, joy around the idea of cooking for your kids as well. Like they're oh. going to then grow, grow up with this this sense of that they're going to link um, cooking as being this fun family activity. Yeah, and which they and, and like for instance, Tao, my little son, is really, has always been really into baking, and Minky not as much. So it's just that thing where it's like, oh, so sometimes Myron and Taya will just have that sort of bonding moment and then me and Minky will go for a bike ride. And it's just mm-hmm. the fact that we have that time to do that. But then also it's just like we know that come three o'clock they start to get tired. So then before we've got downtime. So it's just like, even if they see it on the calendar, it's great. It's like, um, you know, it's like downtime. I was like, um, you know, be like, oh, okay, what's Taya doing? Lego. What's Minky doing? We've printed out all these things so she can do coloring in. And I'll be like, and then I'll say, and then I'll say to Maya, can we have some downtime together? And she goes, go, don't touch me, leave me alone. I was like, fair enough. Right? So, 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 it's just, so it's that thing we just like do it. And then by the time it gets to five o'clock, you're preparing dinner, we'll play. I've been doing this one thing, which I love is I love making up games and all my mates have known it but I just make up so currently I've invented uh, a thing called um, Wrestle for the Egg which sounds ridiculous but it's just a made up name so what the kid do is I've turned British Bulldogs wrestling and rugby into a game and the reason why I've done that is they're on their bed they're going to try and get past me to grab the golden egg and then run back to their bed and they've won I'm the sleepy right. tiger in the middle who falls asleep right. and then tackles them. If I tackle you, you got to let go of the egg. What's it? What's it? Sorry to be uh, zoologically accurate, but what's a tiger doing with an egg? A tiger's exactly. a mammal. That's they don't the have best eggs. thing. That's the best thing about kids. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Nothing. So you're teaching them a love about cooking, but really some wrong ideas about biology oh. and zoology. No, it's no so I'm being funny. silly, obviously. I love it. It's, it's really cool. It, it's, like, and again, create creativity. This is how you are then yeah. able to get your creative side going. Yeah, and this is, and it's been amazing. Like there was a great article that came out, which is a good one. I think I feel like for dads to read, especially who, who've just appeared with their kids. Like I've been lucky enough. I've had time where I do spend a fair bit of time, but it's called "Be More Like Banjo," and that's Banjo is the dad from Bluey, and that's probably mm. the best show currently on ABC, which is a family mm. of blue healers. And the dad's really fun and creative and silly. And if you just mm. embrace that, you'll be amazed how much fun you have with your kids. And and that's the thing, like. I, you know, yeah. I've got this ongoing uh, story that I keep telling them, right? I just keep making it up as I go. And it's called Edward. Edward's in grade uh, uh, four. Well, he's just moved into grade five. And he's got these superpowers. And I just make up a chapter. So, like, chapter 13. Come up with the title and then just riff away with it. And they yeah. love it. Cause now so, give us uh, roughly what happened yesterday to Edward. So, Edward, they're currently on school camp in Chum Creek. Uh-huh. Um, and Edward had to share the obstacle course... Uh, with a new girl, Sonia, who's from Germany. Uh, and okay, so, so spelled with a J, S-O-N-J-A. Yes, yes, yes. And, um, and and so then you just create the stories. But what I love is, is the kids remember all the previous chapters from a couple of months ago. It's like, what happened to Nigel, his best friend? Oh, yeah, that's right. But hang on, 
isn't like because I said to him, I was like, oh, the story's coming to an end, you know, because you know he's moving into grade six, and before you know it, he'll be on high school. And be like, Daddy, you said he just moved into grade five. We've still got another two years. And I'm like, fuck. And I was like, okay. And then she goes, yeah. And then what about the second series? I was like, what? There's a second series. And she goes, yeah, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago when he goes to high school. And I was like, ah. Oh. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 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 so yeah. Great, great, great. That creativity, which I right. feel like has always been there, and I don't have that outlet. But lucky enough at the moment now, my outlet, and they're benefiting from it, is my kids. And I'm really, really, really enjoying it. Yes, it is hard sometimes where you're like, you can't take them to the playground. You both, like, they're both screaming, or one hurts the other one, or the other one punches the other one in the face. But what I'm lucky is they've got they've got each other as well. And just listening to their conversations and watching them do imaginary play and do all that kind of stuff where you listen into it and they're just making up their own stories. It's just really beautiful. I feel really lucky that mm. they've got each other as well. And that's yeah, why it's yeah, totally. really hard to check on your friends who are living by themselves, uh, family members who are living by themselves, to just continue to have that contact. I didn't know what Zoom was until a couple of weeks ago. I had no idea what it yeah. was. But, yeah. you know, I just thought it was like a part of a Mazda ad. <laughs> but it's like that thing where it's like, I did last night, I did my first poker tournament with a whole bunch of old mates who I used to go drinking with. And we played on through Poker Stars, a home game with play money. And then all, I think there was maybe, I think last night it was two tables and there was 14 of us. And it was so yeah, cool. Yeah, wow. And it was yeah, like yeah, mates, yeah. like old mates who. Who, uh, who who now, like, we've got two mates who live in Germany, one who lives in Spain, so we got the, the proper co- coverage of what's going on down there. And Ugh. then we all played the tournament. We had two rebuys. We starts at nine, finishes at 12. And it, in the end, like, I came third. I was very happy with myself. I was able to cash well, out. But it, What was the cash? Uh, so, so everyone, so this is great. So you, Fuck, play, yeah. you play play money, and then, but everyone chucks in, so everyone chucks in $20. So it's $20 to play, one rebuy, so it's $20. So it's $40. So at yeah. the end, you've got a WhatsApp group, and then everyone just transfer it into each other's accounts. It's great. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Nice one. I like that. So, uh, we should do one with the co- comics, as you were suggesting. So yeah, please yeah. tee that up soon. Um, and so you still haven't told me what, Ben, you're, you're, how you're managing 7.30 to 10.30, because I think it's very important for people now more than ever to get all that stuff done. But I think we have to be careful about setting some boundaries and rules for ourselves yeah. and our self-care because I was I hit I made the mistake and I've course corrected, which is that because I'm someone who works so much and I love what I do, that I was feeling guilty to take to stop. So I would wake up and then just go hard the whole day until I have a breaking yeah. point. But it's like I, I realized no, I've got to start treating it like a job where at five o'clock or six o'clock I stop, I'm done. Like yeah, I've yeah, left yeah. the office, you know what I mean? And then it's just my time. So that's why I was keen to find out what's your, your time look like. Well, at, by the time the kids are down, so you go mm. from bed, bath, book, bed, um, mm. I'm pretty much destroyed. Uh, mm-hmm. So I usually want to go to bed. But what we do is currently it's like, there's a lot of stuff we, because you lose so much time in the day now. So like at work, you forget how much stuff you get done like either bills or stuff. But when you've got two kids and you're trapped at home and you can't really access many services, you kind of have to do that all once the kids are down. So we pretty much, you know, like right now we're trying to work Understood. out finances. Uh, then we watch one episode. We've just started Stranger Things. And we want to watch one episode of that together. 
Yeah, um, right, nice. Which we've never done. We haven't done this in, in five years. When I oh, became yeah, a, of course. So when I became a full-time comic, we have not watched a series together in five years. So That's true, so, huh? Yeah, so so well. that kind of stuff is like, it's really cool because we, we, you know, we have that moment. And then, you know, we try to get to bed because we're up so early. And this is the thing, like, because the first one for me is I really struggled. It was struggled with the real change. But now I'm back into, if I get to bed early enough, my time is before the kids wake up. So if I wake up at six or quarter to six and I go to bed early enough, I can then do my yoga stretches. I can then do my meditation and then mm. I can have a shower. That's pretty much right. more important to me than at nighttime. You kind of wrecked. You want to do a little bit like right. the thing, like for me, this is a real turning point, Dill. I'm so excited doing this with you. It's put me in such mm. a good mood, but also on top of that is like, I've been a bit quiet on social media because I didn't know where, where I felt and what I was doing. Mm. But knowing yeah, yeah, that yeah. my focus now is my family, being healthy, and then doing the pod. I was like, I think that's enough for me. Like, I, I, there's nothing yeah. else I can really do. Like, I can't, yeah. Like that, that's the thing. I, I'm, I'm not in the. I'm not in the mood to reskill at the moment. I think it's early days. We might be doing this for a while, but what I've got is good, so I should make the most of it. Right, and what, and I think you're, that's a great way to look at it because right now everything's changed so much to the point that we don't really know how to operate because of how much change, but also the uncertainty of how much is going to change. So there's almost, it's also overwhelming. It's hard to put any kind of plans and rules and stuff in place. At least for me, it has been. So what I've, um, what I've treated it as is, like I said, you know, career-wise, again, I'm like, I'll deal with that in July. What, what, what's my main thing to do? Okay, booze. I'm worried about boozing. How do I deal with that? I went, oh, no, I think I'm okay because a friend of mine said he's excited about uh, the fact that I'm probably going to break my sobriety. And I went, <laughs> fuck. And he, he doesn't realize that I get fueled by spite. And, yeah. and you know, this is like the same thing which happened with the bed. As soon as you set a challenge for me, I'm like, all right, you're fucked now. So, so now that he has said that, I'm like, which by the way is a very asshole thing to say. Don't say that to your friends who are sober right now. But uh, I know that, okay, I'm not going to go to it. And having it in my cupboard so close that it makes me feel powerful knowing, fuck you, I'm not going to yeah. use you. You're right there. Um, the things like uh, food and stuff, uh, what I'm doing is I'm still doing intermittent fasting. So I'd still do, you know, yeah. 12 to 8, sometimes 1 to 7, even 6 hours I might do. Uh, but uh, if in within that window, if I feel like breaking it, then I'll, you know, have ice cream or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah, fried yeah, chicken. Yeah. Um, I've actually gone back to cheat days again because I thought, okay, that'll <laughs> help me. Because, so Saturdays I give myself the freedom to really go crazy but uh, but then try and get back on the other days, right? Uh, exercise has been an interesting thing for me because obviously I got to the point where running became such a part of my uh, schedule that, that it became a thing I'd miss if I didn't do it, right? And so it really sucks that that was taken away. And I was just on the on track to really get in the point where I was enjoying the gym, like the sort of that, that those growing pains initially of like, you know, picking yeah. up weights and even like the calluses on your fingers and all that stuff that started to become normal. And then bang, this happens. The gym in my building gets shut down. All gyms are gone. Yeah. There's no dumbbells you can buy anywhere. I went to Rebel Sport and they're just all out. Um, so what I've done is I went back to the thing that I know that I love doing, which is I love challenges. I love the idea of something being set you know, set against me. Like the idea of doing a marathon was ridiculous, but that fueled me to want to get it done. So the same way, the idea of being in lockdown as a naturally lazy fat person is going to, it should lead me to putting on weight, right? But I'm like, no, you know what? Fuck you, COVID. I've I've got this. And so almost using that as that rage 
as a reason to like be counter, like be just for the sake of you know proving uh, the virus wrong that you can't break me. I'm like, no, bring it, bring it, asshole. So it's like using that analogy of the demons again. It's like, yes, so we had this castle that I'd built and it was really protected from the demons, and then this this virus has caused this huge, massive gaping hole in the castle, and it's found a vulnerability, and the demons yeah. are finding where to get back in. But what is happening is, while yes, the demons are winning a few more battles right now, uh, I am I am learning new ways to fight them. Like I'm like, oh, okay, so I can't rely on the drawbridge anymore because the drawbridge is busted open. So now I need to fucking find other ways to fight these demons. So it's actually by reframing it as a thing that is teaching me new lessons that I'm going to take away with me whenever we come out of this. I'm going to have like a whole bunch of new ways of dealing with my my yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. my demons. Like like a classic one is uh, when I went on tour, when I go on roadshow, whatever. You know, li- limited access to gyms, right? So that always used to set me back after getting a momentum, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm, I, there's no gym here, I can't do it. But what I've done is I've, I've started doing workouts at home. So that's something that can be done in a hotel room, it can be done in a park or whatever. So, so, so the way uh, to break down the the actual schedule, the way it sort of goes for me is, so I still I've been sleeping with the blinds open. So that forces me to wake up at normal time. So 7, 7.15, whenever the sunlight hits my face, right? Because as someone who lives alone and is not accountable to anyone with zero deadlines, like I have no, I have no work commitments. I have nothing. I have literally nothing to get out. Yeah. So I've had to give myself some rules. Otherwise I lose my mind, right? So wake up, get out of bed, uh, smash a liter of water. Then I write uh, my gratitude list. I used to do gratitude off the top of my head, but now I physically uh, write write it down. I'll, I'll bring the book up here. I want to show you this thing. Uh, entry from Thursday, April. Uh, I, can, I don't know if you can read the writing, but Thursday, April 2nd. Uh, thing I'm grateful for. Uh, ben Lomas for editing the podcast. Oh, so you made the you. you made the cut you made the cut yesterday. So I was thinking to myself how like, how grateful I am that that you are able to do that so that we are still able to do this podcast yeah, totally. and have this resemblance of work uh, happening for us. You know, so that and it's really so important. It, yeah, man, and it sets the mind yeah. in this place of going. You know what? The world is scary and and uncertain, and it's probably uh, probably harsher than it's ever been in my life. Right. Um, But I can still choose to focus on the one or two good things or whatever the good things that are still there. Like, I actually feel like there's more bad things than good things right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, So but at least while I know they exist, I'm going to try and give more oxygen to the good things and think about the people in my lives that that have been helpful to me. I even one of the entries a few days ago is I was grateful I woke up and I can breathe properly. Yeah, like that's oh, something that's sure. some, you know what I mean. So so my gratitude list has been going from that to then suddenly going. You know what? I'm grateful that I am uh, fitter these days. I'm grateful yeah. that uh, you know I have uh, access to technology to speak to my parents. I'm grateful yeah. that my my coffee at home tastes nice. You know what I mean? Like it's so it takes whatever shape or form. Oh, so I do co- that. How good is coffee at home? It's become a real. It's not. <laughs> it's not as good as the cafe. I love the cafe, oh, but because well, I, I that's the one thing where I, I, I panic by. I got my favorite coffee and I drink a lot of black coffee at home. I've got a little. Yeah. a little sort of uh, machine but it's also the process yeah. of like I've had time to work out exactly uh, yeah. how much water what pressure right. like that right. actual okay, process sure. now I'm running out of battery so unfortunately oh okay let's start wrapping up yeah. but just to quickly let people know so Fitness First the gym that I joined just before he closed, went to shit uh, has offered uh, three months of uh, free uh, uh, 
use of uh, Chris Hemsworth's uh, app yeah, called Center. So I've been doing that and I did Pilates for the first time and mm. my God, it hurts so much. So every day is a varied kind of workout. I do a bit of that. My PT has also given me some home workouts in terms of hit and stuff. So I'm doing that. And I'm going to say, Ben, I reckon I'm actually physically fitter than I was uh, pre-virus because <laughs> I like because I'm doing more body workouts, so burpees and all those kind of functional stuff. Yeah. So for the first time, I had a huge win the other day where I was able to stand up yeah. from the ground without uh, without uh, touching with my hands touching the floor. So going from a crouch like a crouched crouch seated position stood up right. So I've had a few wins, so I'm trying to focus on that, and I'll get on a right track, and then yeah. around like. 4 p.m. something kicks in and I get sad and I go to bed. But <laughs> but for the most part, I enjoy it. But here, we need to wrap. Yeah, uh, wrap up pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, your battery. Okay, charge it next time, please. Yeah. But yeah. just quickly, I think we have to say this. Um, uh, we most likely will... We are doing a Patreon for the first time. Yes. Uh, but we, we haven't been able to figure out um, different levels and stuff like that. So for the moment, uh, we've decided that it's just going to be a flat fee, yep. uh, flat fee, flat, uh, flat donation, whatever yep. they call it, uh, of $5 per month. Yep. So if you're a listener and you do feel like you want to support us in that way, the, the, the money will help maintain... Uh, uh, the fees that we pay for uploading of the podcast, yeah. all this equipment that we've had to buy now that we're recording remotely. Yeah. So it would it would be mostly appreciated. And down the track, we'll try and figure out things like bonus episodes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, totally. And we definitely do that. And, we, and we're really excited about doing bonus content. Uh, I am in particular because a, I've got the thirst to do it and I'm pretty excited about it. I got a bit of stuff okay. with my GoPro and all that kind of yeah. stuff and the baking and the right. recipes. I want to show off my garden. And I'll do that on the socials anyway, but I think it's something that we really want to do. We know how much you love the pod. If you want to support the pod, it'd be great. Uh, we're going to sizzle yes. it and, uh, and, and, and get it up, but uh, we can't thank you enough for listening. And we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't do this and we wouldn't keep doing this if you weren't listening. Oh, true. That's a good point. Uh, you know what? I reckon we, you and I would still do it because we love doing it. Let's <laughs> be honest. I, if we if we went to zero listeners, I enjoy this uh, forced catch up for all us, and it it always makes me puts me in a really good yeah. mindset after I finish chatting to you about all of this. But last thing, just I want to quickly say before I forget is that uh, my Amazon special is coming out. So if people at home and stuck and they need to have something to watch, uh, stream my Amazon special from April twenty fourth onwards. Uh, but beforehand, yeah. I think there's Zoe Kunzma, Celia Pakola, then my episode and Judith Luce. I think so. I'll come in on the same day. So please give that a whirl. It'd be really appreciated. Yeah. A, a lot of the show is about the concept of this too shall pass, yeah, yeah. which I, I, I could not have anticipated have been more relevant than oh, right no. now. More than ever. So, than so please ever. do check it out. Give us a bit of a, um, and let us know if you liked it. So again, uh, if you like the podcast, a lot of people are getting into podcasts for the first time. If you, if you could share the podcast. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. And tell them if they want to start, start or start at their favorite episode. A lot of people. Oh, Saying, Good one. Can you can you just let us know on the socials which I uh, manage? Let me know what episodes you think uh, is a good entry episode, like yeah. in terms of guests. Uh, in terms of the you and I, I think it's one episode one to eight is the best one to kind of yeah. follow because that shows our weight loss. But in terms of guest episodes, let us know what you reckon is a good intro uh, entry level uh, episode where we talk about some fu- interesting things, but yeah. also are 
fun and funny. Uh, last thing, sorry, Ben. Uh, we are going to do an Instagram live yes. episode. So we're going to be recording like this in the distance using Instagram. But uh, we will have you guys hopefully join in yeah. and ask us questions and whatnot. And we can answer them directly uh, on Instagram, but also record the podcast at the same time. Yeah. So it might be a, it might be a nice way for you and I to break up our one-on-one catch-ups versus guest totally. episodes. So that might be the new replacement guest episodes where you, the listener, becomes the guest. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, follow us uh, on the socials. Uh, and then, of course, uh, on Instagram at FitBetPod. And again, that's the time. This is even the best time to even leave a uh, iTunes review. But um, we can't thank you yeah. enough. And um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll see you next week. Stay, Thank you, everyone. Stay home. Stay stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Oh, just quickly, I got a flu shot yesterday. Oh, <laughs> that was on my talk about list. After all that, I finally got a flu shot. <laughs> but let's talk more about that next week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Stay safe and stay home. Bye. Bye.